This episode of Marijuana Mama is sponsored by Beehive Bud CBD. Guys, I love this company. I think they're so great. They're a local Utah woman-owned CBD company that focuses on education, community, and even wellness. They were just nominated for Best CBD in Utah, and they're getting ready for their grand opening of their wellness spa in Mill Creek, Utah, where they are partnering with a medical cannabis clinic, Terra Health and Wellness. Guys, I love this company. I sell this product. I use this product. I think it's an amazing product, and it's the only CBD product that I use. Their products are sourced from Utah farmers and they're processed here locally. Beehive Bud CBD is the only CBD that I truly do use and I love all of their products for being gluten-free, vegan, pet-friendly, and they don't use any filler additives or preservatives. Be sure to check out their Facebook, Beehive Bud CBD, or visit their website, beehivebudcbd.com to check out some of their latest products. you're listening to marijuana mama i'm your host jen Antai, and wow i'm here we started it we're doing it i'm doing it um i've been hoping that you guys are following me on instagram marijuana mama podcast you can also follow me on spotify apple music and anchor which is the easiest app to make and start your podcast and yeah we're i'm here guys <laughs> Um, I've been so hesitant about starting this podcast and starting Marijuana Mama because it's such a vulnerable project for me and what I'm wanting to do and accomplish with all of this. Um, I'm 27 years old. I live in Utah. I have three beautiful little boys, Kaysen, Kaysen, and Kingston. They're seven, six, and King will be two next month. And guys, they are my world. They are, gosh, I'm already going to get emotional, (laughs) but I'm not. (laughs) They are just my everything. And honestly, the main reason why I'm starting this podcast is for my kids. Um, I wanted to start Marijuana Mama to really just share our story. Not just my story, but my kids' story. Um, My kids are my world, you guys. (laughs) They are my reason for everything. And they're the best parts of my life, really. Um, And I really just want to use this platform to tell our story and tell everything that me and my kids have had to deal with and still deal with on a daily basis. And it just happens to be based around marijuana, honestly. Um, And this is why. Uh, This stigma that we have about weed, especially medical, medical cannabis, and especially living in Utah, this stigma that weed is bad is so based off of old and outdated and uneducated and uninformed opinions. Um, But this stigma has also destroyed my kids' lives. And I'm choosing to be very vulnerable right now and to share my story, hoping that this can change the future for them and 
for all of the other kids and parents that are dealing with these types of issues and suffer on a day-to-day basis um, because the future for my kids is what is most important to me. Um, Gosh, guys, let's just jump into it. (laughs) Um, I'm a medical cannabis patient who suffers with severe anxiety, PTSD, pain after my pregnancies. I just had really bad physical pain. Um, And I didn't even really start really smoking weed until after I had kids because I was doing it for medical reasons. And the stigma that's going on of weed is bad and it's not a medicine, it's a drug, like get over that stigma because that stigma is destroying like families. My family has been destroyed of this. Guys, I'm going to slowly within my next few episodes share my story and share my journey and share what my kids suffer and deal with um, because of the stigma on weed and medical marijuana and all the in-betweens. I don't want to tell a lot of it right now, but I do kind of want to give you guys the gist of what me and my kids deal with on a daily basis. So for about five years, and you guys, you have to bear with me as I do this because I've never spoken about this publicly. Like there's very few people in my life that know what's going on (laughs) and what I've been dealing with and what my kids are suffering with from because, because of this stigma, because of other people's opinions and you know, they're going to say whatever they have to say, but you know what? I'm done not speaking up. I'm done being quiet and I'm ready to let my voice be heard because it's been so unheard and this is the only way I feel like I can get my voice be heard and let people know and honestly get help for myself. Like I want feedback and I want to know what you guys think I should do with what we're dealing with and I'm going to jump right into that right now. So... For anyone that knows me, knows I fucking love my kids. (laughs) And I am a damn good mom. And I will do anything for them. Anyone that knows me knows the relationship I have with my kids, and it's special. Um, For about five years, you guys, so five years ago, okay, I had a house in Orem, I had a good corporate job, and my kids, I only had Kaysen and Kaysen at the time, my two older, were stable, they were, had a home, they had their own room, they had toys, they had everything they could have wanted, a yard, everything, and I went through a really bad breakup, okay, and this was about, gosh, let's say, Guys, this was literally like four or five years ago. And granted, we broke up because my boyfriend at the time was doing meth. (laughs) He he was. (laughs) That's why we broke up. And I'm not going to... 
I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. That's what it was. Um, and I smoked weed. Does that make me a bad person? It was never a problem before, but I was never, I was still being a mom and I was a damn great mom. And anyways, this breakup got bad and he moved out, whatever. It was ugly, whatever. A month after we broke up, guys, I get this knock on my door. <laughs> and it's a state worker. And it's someone with the Division of Child and Family Services, DCFS, is knocking on my door. Now, I am a mom, okay? I'm a mom. I have anxiety. I have depression, especially after this breakup. And I suffer from like bad chronic pain. Like I had horrible back. And at this time in my life, like where I was at, I was physically unhealthy. And, and then I smoked weed for medical reasons. I wasn't doing it to get high and to get baked and to like, I wasn't using it as a drug. I was using it because it medically helped with my anxiety. It helped me cope through things that I was dealing with, and it helped me be a better mom. I was able to get up with my kids. I was able to feel, ease my anxiety and be happy and physically feel okay to be with my kids. I was a great mom. I still am a great mom. But me smoking weed had nothing to do with my capability of taking care of my kids, okay? So anyways, this DCFS worker shows up knocks on my door and it's like in the afternoon probably like 12 or 1 in the afternoon yes I had smoked that morning that's how I was able to get up and make myself eat breakfast because it helped with my appetite we THC cannabis does that helps with nausea and an gaining an appetite and this caseworker knocks on my door and I'm not going to use any names. Like, I'll never use names because I'm not going to do that. But this caseworker shows up at my door and says he's with the Division of Child and Family Services. And, oh, gosh, I'm like, I hate even going back to this. And he says that he got a call for abuse and neglect, suspicion of abuse and neglect. Okay. And I'm confused. He can obviously smell that there's marijuana in my home. So, boom, that gives him a reason to... And me, I don't know the law. I don't know... Honestly, I didn't know, like, my actual rights. I didn't know anything. Like, I'm just a citizen that goes to work, takes care of her kids, pays her taxes, pays her bills, does what she needs to do. And so he, come, he wants to come in, and I'm like, okay, great. Like, fuck. Like, what do you even think? What, like, you guys, I don't come from, like, a bad family. I come from, like, a pretty middle-class family. Like, yeah, we had times where we struggled, and my, you know, mom was a single mom of five kids, but you know what? I came from a very good home and family, and for me, like, DCFS showing up at my house, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, oh my gosh, like, 
it psyched me out. And for I like I didn't know what to do. And I had lived my whole life, you guys. My dad, when I was two years old, chose drugs over me. He chose that life instead of being my dad. And that's why at such a young age, I was so like set on, I'm never going to do drugs. I'm never going to, like, I've never done hard drugs ever, guys. I've never done meth. I've never done heroin. Like I don't, I didn't care for it because I knew what it did to me as a child. And I'd never wanted that for my kids. That's why me and my boyfriend at the time broke up. And, you know, obviously I know where the phone call came from because of the way things ended. And that was already put like out there. We already know who it was, but I'm not going to say names. It wasn't my boyfriend, but it, at the time, but it was a family member of his because they're just, in my opinion, we're being petty. And I don't know what they were trying to accomplish because everybody in that family knows that I am a damn great mom and that I was always there for my kids since day one. So DCFS comes to my house and the caseworker says, if you cooperate and you, cause he asked me like, are you smoking weed? And I'm like, yeah, I, I just smoked like, but I'm not a stoner. Like I'm not <laughs> like I, I was using it for medicinal purposes, but I can't, I couldn't at the time. And that's why I'm saying we need to get over these stigmas because these stigmas and this perception of weed being a drug and making you incapable of taking care of your kids or handling life, like get over that stigma because it's ruining people's lives. It's ruining the relationships and families because this is a plant that we got from, the, that we get from the ground, that mother earth gifted to us. And if you research and inform yourself and educate yourself on this plant, like, uh, there's so much that it can do to help and heal people and the things that I've witnessed and I've experienced, it truly does. Anyways, so they show up in my house. He asked me, did you smoke? Yeah, I smoked. If you cooperate and give us everything you have, like you won't get charged with anything. Okay, great. Here's all, you know, I had a, a, a couple pipes and like one tiny little bong and my grinder, which honestly, you guys, if for all of those people who do smoke, it was like a little bowl of weed. Okay. And I gave them all of that. Well, he says, well, I'm still going to have to call an officer to search the house just so that we know you're not lying about anything else. I'm like, okay, so now I'm apparently a liar. Like, so this cop comes and luckily Kaysen, my first child's dad. So yes, I have three kids and they're all with three different people. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, anyways, so my ex-husband, he was there because we had a civil co-parenting relationship. He happened to be there. So fast, you know, this, the cop comes, he searches my house. Well, actually he's questioning me, questioning my ex-husband, questioning my friend that was there visiting. And apparently I had some warrant for like an unpaid drinking ticket. It was like a fine from when I was 17 years old. Okay. It was a minor unlegal consumption of alcohol by a minor. Okay. Yeah. That was my bad. That was my fault. I didn't know that the fine wasn't paid and my address had changed. So I wasn't getting any of the mail. So I didn't know, but it was my bad. Okay. But they arrested me in front of my kids, threw me in cuffs in front of my kids and threw me in the back of a cop car. 
Okay. I went to jail in front of my kids and had to leave my kids all while this DCFS case is going on. And I'm in jail. Like, I don't know what the, I, there's nothing, I can't talk to anybody or call anybody. And I'm trying to get all this information. What's going on with my kids and where are they? Am I going to lose custody of my kids because I smoke pot? Like I started freaking out. You guys, I honestly was like, what the hell do I do? And in jail, like, that was, like, my first time going to jail. I was so scared. (laughs) And I was in there for 10 days. Uh, And it was 15 days, actually. That's a whole other story that we'll probably get into in the next episode. And honestly, I'm just, like, I'm baffled talking about it now because this is the first time I've, like, said this story out loud to somebody and, like, actually went back from day one to here we go. And I'm just like, I'm baffled at like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I actually went through that. And I'm still dealing with it, you guys. I'm still fighting the state. I now have weed medically prescribed to me and I'm still fighting the state of Utah to prove that I am not an unfit mother, that I'm fit, that I'm capable. Like... I'm perfectly fine of taking care of my kids and my kids are suffering because all they want to do is be with their mom. We're going on four years now, okay? You guys came to my house four years ago, took me to jail, and I've been struggling ever since with my kids. They can't just be with their mom. Like, I was their foundation. They showed up at their home. They had stability. They had their mom. And my kids have to suffer every day of why can't I be with my mom? Guys, I, get, I have supervised visits every three weeks because I smoke weed. That's where I'm at right now. Five years later, going on five years, I get to see my two older kids every three weeks on the weekend, supervised with my mom, but... My youngest, who I had during this whole case that's still going on, I have complete custody of. I have visitation, like share custody with his dad, but I don't have any supervision. I don't have anything. So how does that make sense? I'm okay of taking care of one child, but not another. And... guys, the stigma is crazy. I just, I'm going to stop right there because I want you guys to tune into my next episode on next Monday um, to hear more about my story and what we've been dealing, me and my kids have been really dealing with. Um, But guys, research and inform and educate yourselves on medical cannabis and just cannabis in general. And share and speak up and don't feel like for all those parents who smoke pot or cannabis or whatever you want to call it, you're not a bad parent. You're not a bad mom. It's healing. It's medicine. It helps me be a better mom. I'm physically more capable and able to keep up because of the benefits of cannabis. And Guys, thanks so much if you've been listening so far. I feel like I just kind of went off on my own little tangent about my life, but I feel like my story needs to be heard, you guys. 
because my kids are suffering and it's because of this stigma. And I want to share so much more about our story and our journey. And I'm going to keep sharing every Monday. And then I really want you guys to send me some feedback. Like, what do you think I should do? What, <laughs> what do you guys think? What are you guys dealing with? And let's shed some knowledge and information and inform our community on tearing apart the stigma. I hope you guys follow me on Instagram, Spotify, and Apple Music. It's Marijuana Mama Podcast. Thanks so much for listening and tune in on Monday for my next episode.